0: okay so yesterday was daf ayin today is daf ayin Aleph. we didn't quite finish yesterday's daf um and um okay i'll take the full blame for it it's my fault but we'll get started right now to the review on uh, from where we started, actually, uh, we didn't fall that far behind when you consider how far back we started. Okay, so uh, we're gonna start for our review from where we started off yesterday, which is on Daf Samak base and uh and try and work our way through to uh, finish off yesterday's Daf and get to today's Daf, Daf Ayin Alif today. So um, we're gonna start off with what? Where do you think? Yeah, Rav Shime Barashi. That's right. So the um, we saw a quote from Rav Shime Barashi who says on that's on that's on uh, that's on base towards the top of Amid Um and he says that um, the the question that we had about um, if that so in other words, let's stick with the original answer uh, that basically um, we're talking about. Um, that the that the the source is that it's a behema, bibehema. there's an animal inside of an animal, and that's what's being referred to. And we're saying, and that's the makar that if you cut a piece of the uber that's inside of the of, uh, that's inside, it's still going to be permitted. and that's based on the possibility it says behema, bibehema. so if you're telling me that a fetus is considered a behema then that has ramifications with regards to Temura. So why can't we do Temura on a fetus? And we know that we're not allowed to. That was the question that basically we tried giving a different answer. Shem, we don't have to give a new answer. We can stick to the original answer. And we want to know why you can't do Temura. It. It's, it's going according to the opinion of Rav Shemin, who connects Temura to Meiser After all, the whole din of Temura is written in the parish of Meiser uh, primary, like that's the example given, and we learn it from Maes Just like by Behema requires, it's not enough to be a Behema, it needs to be able to be a walking Behema that's walking in front of the Shevet, in front of the staff that you're marking off the tenth animal. So that's why it's not knowing So, too, here it's not a tmura, it's not noig it's almost like a and that's the basis. Aha. So the Gemara is saying, how do you know? That that quote is going like Kupshimin because it's very convenient to say it's going like Shime, But how do you know? So we said that it makes sense because we have here a quote from Rabbi Yossi who's arguing and he's saying that why can't you take a temura on a limb? Isn't it true that by hegdish, if you say about a foot of hegdish, that it's an ola, the whole carbon, the whole animal becomes an ola. So too. When you say regel shulzu, tachazu, when you say this should be a, this foot should be a temura for this animal, it also should extend to the entire animal, and then it will be a full animal. So, who is Rabbi Yossi talking to? It doesn't make sense that he'd be talking to Ramey and Rabbi Yehuda who disagree with him on that principle altogether. Um, because the Brisa says that if somebody says regel Shulzu oila. You might think that it should be kula and that's why comes along Remei and reviewed and they say no. But it's, since it says Only the part that you made kodesh is kodesh, not more than that. Okay, it doesn't extend beyond the part that you made kodesh. Now, I don't think that it should go because that's also says yeah that it remains kodesh. So what do you do, according to Ramey and Rabbi Yehuda? You basically, that leg is Kodesh, the rest of the animal is not. You sell the whole animal to someone who wants to bring a carbon. so that leg and the rest of the animal will be brought as a carbon. With the money, you allocate the percentage of the money that would correspond to that leg, and with that money you will buy a new karbon. And that's what you do. You're, bringing, you're sort of maneuvering the value out of the leg, because obviously you can't just bring a leg. So you're maneuvering the value out of the leg, and bring and from that you're going to bring a korban. So that's what Reb Meir and Reb Yuda say. Reb Yossi and Reb Shimon both say no. When you say ragla ola, that extends the whole korban becomes an ola, and they learn it from the word yeah to be marbe everything the whole animal. Now obviously you can't be talking to Reb Meir and Reb Yuda, so you must be talking to Reb Shimon. So that's how we know it's from Shimon. So the Gemara says, the raya that you brought is not necessarily a proof because it could be. That Rib Shimon is saying his own reasoning, you know, and he's not arguing that they should agree to him, he's just telling you, them what his opinion is. All right, so we got out of that one. Okay, not necessarily approved. Brought us to the next Mishnah, which uh, got us involved in yesterday's DAF, uh, very involved in this issue, the, talking about a, a question of a Bukhor, same issue where the mother is having difficulty in, 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 in labor and there's a question of what we can do with the fetus being that it has potential Kiddush's Bechor to it. So we saw in the Mishnah that you're allowed to cut up limb by limb as it comes out, throw it to the dogs and that's fine. Once, majority if majority comes out, so then you're going to have to bury it. So And, and, and in either case you're going to be putter from Bechor for the next animal that's not going to have a din Bechor. So um, what that mission is basically sounds like it's saying is that is that um, um, we're contrasting when it comes out limb by limb, or it comes out rove in one shot. And in rove in one shot, it's going to be um, already too late. It's a bechor, and therefore you have to treat it as bechor. You cannot throw it out. You're going to have to bury it. There's nothing you could do with it. No benefit. And uh, but if it's ever ever, you can feed it to the dogs as you're going now. Um, we saw when a third of the animal comes out and that third was sold to a Gentile and then the next third came out um, comes along and he says well it's Kadosh because after all now the majority came out and we have here and since we have here so then um, the sale the status is retroactive and therefore, that sale was a sale of something that I have no right to, because after all, it's a Bechor, that's, that, that's Kedusha, it's God's, basically. It's not mine to do with it as I please. I'm not certainly a fit to sell it. And therefore, the sale is invalidated, and therefore, the whole thing's is and we have, a, we have here a regular Kedusha's Bechor. According to Raba, he disagrees, says it's not Kadosh, and that's because Raba says that the Kedusha of a Bukhar starts when the Rove comes out. It doesn't go retroactive. And therefore since Roth came out after we already sold off portion to the Gentile, it's going to be like any animal that is on b'shutfus with a partnership with the Gentile the halacha is is that that Gentile is um, um, uh, the, the Gentile's hand renders it uh, not to have a kedushas Bechar and, and that's the end of the story now, this machlokas that we have in our case over here is manifest in a different scenario elsewhere and what is that? Um, a different case. A third goes out with uh, not through uh, the womb, meaning it was a C section. The first third of the animal came out with the C section. The rest of the animal came out regular, standard, natural child, uh, bir- natural birthing. And halacha is, oh, Machlokas, Huna says that it's not Kaddish, because after all, when we hit the majority, it has to be the first majority, and the first majority wasn't majority through the womb. It was mostly through not the womb. Okay, it was mostly C-section, and therefore that doesn't work. And according to Rabbah, it is going to be kadosh because we look at the end, and in the end, most of the labor was, uh, most of the birth was through uh, uh, through the regular standard natural uh, natural birthing process, not C-section and therefore, and it's not Lima Freya it doesn't need to be the first majority it needs to be the overall majority we look at the end picture and therefore it's going to be Kadosh why do we need their Machlokes to be spoken out in both cases and that's because if we just have one case um, I would think that Rafuna is Machmir in our first case because he wants to give it a status of Kedush's Bihar. but to make it Lekula uh, maybe he would... Uh, not stick to his guns, um, right, so maybe he would agree to the Khumra in this case B, and uh, the same is true with Rabbah maybe he only argues in case B where it's being Mahmet to treat it as a uh, as a, as, as a when it's uh, in, you know when Rove came out the second half second majority it was the second, third, and the third third that came out uh, naturally, so that 's why he considered it. L'chumra, to be a b'chot, to have a Kedush's but who says he would apply so lukula like in the first case, and that's why we need to tell you that they stick to their opinions you know, through thick and thin okay, mm-hmm. uh, in both directions and that is um, okay, we made it to yesterday's daf in the review, okay, so far so good so, we started off with the Mishnah on daf, on daf ayin, now we're on the review on daf ayin, alman Alef. The Mishnah says that if you have a firstborn that's having difficulty in, child, in, in giving birth, so that you can cut the limb by limb and throw it to the dogs. Doesn't that seem to fly in the face of the opinion of Ravuna? Because after all, we're assumedly sumedly, he's, he's cutting the limbs and as he's going, he's leaving a pile of the limbs and eventually he'll feed it to the dogs. If you hold it, it's Freya kadosh. So once we hit the majority, Freya kadosh. And then it's going to be sanctified back to the beginning and therefore come. I wouldn't be allowed to. I would have to bury it I wouldn't be allowed to throw it to the dog so the Gemara says no 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 we're talking about over here he cut it and threw it immediately to the dog before the majority would even come out what would be the Allah if he was <laughs> if he cut it and would leave it so then he would have to bury it so then why did we have to jump to case to case B where most of the animal came out in one shot, then you have to bury it. You could just stick it to the same case. You're cutting it limb by limb. I, in one of the cases, I fed it to the dog right away. In the other case, I didn't feed the dog right away. And that's why I have to bury it. So why don't we say that? So the Gemara says, you're right. Rav Huna would read it that we're taught, if it would be mechat then it's exactly the same as if it comes out berov in one shot, and therefore you're going to have to bury it. So that's exactly how Rav Huna would read the Mishnah brings us to another question in the Gemara. So if we saw a question from Robert Rav. Robert's question was this what is the halacha by the limbs, do we follow the majority when it comes to the limbs um, uh, 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 limbs as well so the Gemara is saying what does that mean okay, um, as far as the limbs go. So first we thought that maybe it means that the majority of the limb of the animal, of the ubar came out but in order to count it as the majority, you're re- relying on a minority of a particular limb. So a small piece of the femur bone is sticking out, um, right, a small piece of the femur bone is sticking out on the, on that, uh, 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 and, and the rest of it is still inside. So if we follow the majority of the limb, we say, look, the rove of this femur bone is on the inside, the majority is on the inside. So put the minority after the majority, and say that we don't have a majority out of the animal uh, of the uber being born. So that the gemara says that for sure is not true. It's clear that we would never neglect the majority of the overall uber being outside the body, and follow the aver, which is a which is only a portion, and consider it as if it's still inside. That would not make sense. But well, what is the the question that he's asking is a little different case. Half the animal is out, half of it's in. We are at 50-50 exactly. But the half that's out has a has on it a rove of an aver. Can we say, you know what, let's put it over the top with the miot aver that's still left inside, should follow the rove aver that's outside, and then that'll bring us over the 50% mark. Do we do that or not? And that is the question that he's asking. And we tried bringing, we brought a riot. It says in the Mishnah, That's our Mishnah. Now, clearly, the Mishnah cannot be talking about a very simple case of just a, an obvious rope. What is this is the first time they were teaching us Rubo Kinkula? We, we know this idea. It's a very well-known idea. It cannot be teaching us such a simple scenario. So, must be talking about this exact scenario where we don't really have a rov that came out; only half that came out. But if you throw in the miut of the aver that's left inside, outside, then it will be considered that rov is, and that's the rov that, that uh, gonna already have kedushas bechor. So the gemara says, no, not necessarily. It could be that the case is where rov did, uh, where rov did come out. Real rov, the full major- You have a majority, but that majority relies on a miut aver. And, and it's the Kiddush of the Mishnah is telling us that even though the rov is hinging on the, the the minority of the limb that's outside, we don't say take that min, min, little bit of limb that's outside and let it follow the rest of the limb that's inside and say that we don't have a rov. Rather we say since we physically have a rov, we go by the rov Ubar and that's what the Kiddush of the Mishnah is and that's the Kamash Malon. Okay. We don't we don't leave the rove of, of the ubar of the animal and follow the the rove of the aver of the limb okay that is that point that's the end of that question the answer okay brought us to the next question Rava had a question what if there is a some sort of barrier between the womb and the animal that's being more uh, being birthed does that create does that barrier create Take away from the kedushas bechor. And we talked about a few unusual scenarios. Okay, so first he wrapped the animal in um, the fetus in some sort of fast uh, material, right? Uh, um, uh, and and pulled it out. It does that create a chatzitsa? And then he talked about it was wrapped in a talis. Um, and does it create a chatzitsa? Um Does a uh, does a there's a placenta create a chatzit so the Gemara says a placenta that's how they're normally coming out with so the Gemara says no this is a placenta of a different animal and what's the halacha? what if the hands were wrapped around and pulled it out? what's the halacha? <clears throat> so the Gemara says what are you talking about? if it came out head first so then there's nothing to talk about it's born and it's already kadosh and if you talk about so it must be talking about where it came out foot, feet first what if a weasel went in and swallowed the, the, the fetus and then took it outside? And so the Gemara says, What do you want? What's the question? Obviously, it didn't go out. So the Gemara says, No, it was swallowed, pulled it out, and then it went back inside, spit it up, and then it went out on its own. What's Allah over there? Um, it's a very large weasel or a very small fetus, but that's beside the point. Anyway. Uh, does that work or not? Furthermore, if you put two wombs together and the fetus goes from one womb to the other, does that create a status of, uh, uh, is that considered um, uh, the, the petta rechem of the second animal or not? Or it only works for its own uh, rechem, not produced, internally produced. Um, okay, so that doesn't work by the sarget yeah. doesn't work by sarget, I think there's a practical yeah, question yeah, 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 yeah. anyway, the Gemara says Teiko l- 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 remains with the question and I think, did I get any more than that? I got one more? Yeah. No, 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 that's it That's it? Te- Alright everyone, so this is as far as we got to yeah, yesterday right. We're up to Bari Rav Acha. It's um, most of the way down of Ayin, Ayin, Aleph. And we'll work our way through Ayin, get to Ayin, Aleph, and be back on on schedule. So Bari Rav Acha, Amen. Thank you. I need the Racha. Can you Okay. Bari Rav Acha, Rav Acha, has a question. Niftuchu kosli besarechem. What if they pulled apart the walls of the the uterus in such a way that uh, the fetus is not even touching any of the walls because it was stretched out that the fetus can just come out without touching any sides—that's another question. So, oh, actually, I messed up. That's not the case. The case is necro, meaning got completely uprooted. The whole uterus fell out. That's what we're talking about. So the uh-huh. Gemara says Mao necro. Let's know it's not there. What do you want? It fell out and it's still around the neck of the. So this was a very big baby, and he took along with it the whole uterus. Not a very good, yeah, you know, not very nice. Yeah, Right, um, it can happen. Okay. But tell Levitza, varimai, bimkoma mkachi, does it only sanctify when it's in its location? Okay. Or do we say, well, look, he's still born in the first is, Take the uterus with right, right, take the uterus with right. Right. <laughs> right, so he's a firstborn in the uterus. So, of course, the uterus is not in the Be- in the Hebehame anymore, but that's entirely besides the point. That's a question. Shalom uh, mkoma mkachi, odilma, shalom become nam mkachi. That's one question. Question number two. This is where the walls were uh, cut away. Uh, um, uh, the walls of the Bezarechem What about that? That actually we had a Shilon, which is the uh, boy Either Rabzera in general, or yes asked this question: Well, how much of the uterus needs to be intact? parts. If most of it's intact. Uh, but there's a portion that's not intact. parts, uh, but the behema, the, the fetus, came out on the un, non-intact part. or the other way around, parts the, the opening part, the part that's not intact is more, larger than the standing part, but it came out in the standing part. So Mike. So the fact that that question was raised by Rebzera tells us what the limitation of the question is. At kan loy el aparzmu rabal omeid the ika omeid volem at least there's some portion of the uterus intact, okay, to be considered a, a, a firstborn. But avonigma, but if it's completely cut away, uh, the the uterus, the lo- the uterus lining is gone. So lokam boyle that was never even a shiloh, that surely would not be considered a firstborn the fact that, we, that the question was what about when there's something there so that means if there's nothing there there's nothing to talk about and that is what seems to be the, the conclusion brings us to the new Mishnah no, it sounds like we have an answer we have an answer if, if something gone. is left over there then, then it? it's a suffix no, that's if, a, a, is left, that's but if there's nothing left that's nothing, there's no, no question about it no, no that's, question. that's not going to be a that's Right. that's how we're case of John pregnancy all right. New okay. Mishnah. Very interesting case. she makes Ubra Besoch You have a, a, a cow. Inside is the fetus. And the fetus died. Now, the fetus is, a, is, is, is dead. It doesn't convey Tuma. And that's, what ha- that's the discussion. And the shepherd stuck his hand inside. Uh, inside. And he touched the fetus. Okay. Now, then... Regardless of whether we're talking about a kosher species animal or non-kosher species of animal, that shepherd is not tame because the inside of the the it's inside the womb of the animal, even though it's dead, it doesn't convey toma. The, the fetus is dead. The fetus is dead. Not necessarily the mother's so mother is going to be raised. no. We're talking about mother. We're talking about the shepherd. We're not talking about over here. We're, talk about, we're talking about Tumah. As you know, if you have a dead carcass that's not slaughtered of an animal, yes. be it a kosher animal or a non-kosher animal, it doesn't make a difference. A okay. kosher animal, the only advantage is that if it's slaughtered, it can't convey Tumah. But any animal that's dead, okay, is a neveila, and it will convey Tumah. You okay. touch it, you're a Tameh. You have to go to the mikvah. Okay, no. there's halachas. So that's what we're discussing. But so if this fetus was outside, in, you know, on the floor, and you touch it, it'll make you tame. That's not where you touched it. You're the shepherd, and you stuck your hand in. You're trying to if get it out, and you find and you touch the fetus inside the womb. Does that shepherd become tame? Okay. Says the Mishnah. No. no, he does not. Okay. And that's and the Tanikam is saying. That's true, regardless of whether it's kosher animal or non-kosher animal. A camel, for instance, which is a not kosher animal, he did the same thing. touched the fetus; it doesn't make him tummy. Rabbi Yossi argues, "B'tamei a tamei, b'tar a Depends on which species it is. Okay. Tummy animal, it will be tummy. Tar animal, he'll be tar. But What's the difference? You put the dead fetus out. Not yet. Once it's out, it's yeah, for yeah, sure. Another question. Then That's for sure going to be tummy I'm once I'm it's out. out. Okay. I'll my timer. My timer. The time, the time, the time, the time. See the advantage of being here, see? Okay, <laughs> you can speed things along. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> <be>. <laughs> My time in the oh, yeah. what's the reason of the Tanakhama? It's a logical inference. After all, I can slaughter the mother and can I and then you can eat the whole cow, including yeah. the fetus that's dead inside, as we learned already before. So if it's not mat, if it's to be eaten, surely the mother should have the power. To to say that it's not conveying tumah while it's inside, you understand? It's yeah. even able to permit it to be eaten. So Thank surely you. it's able to permit it to not to make it that it's not, that it's not going to have a din nevela of tumah. tumma's nevela. Okay. So the Gemara says that it's very beautiful svara of Rav Chizda. Yeah. However, Ashkam beim that only works for a kosher animal because the mother is allowed to be eaten. Beim But what about a Shreif animal, a non a, a camel, for instance, a donkey, right? What about there? How do we know that it does not, according to the Tanakh, it does not convey Tuma when the shepherd sticks his hand and it touches a dead fetus that's inside? Okay. So Amakra, the Pazuk, says, here is where it comes from, talking about Nevela. It says, bin when an animal dies." Which abema are we talking about? This is a non-kosher animal that you would have eaten, which animal is now an animal that you would have eaten or could have eaten, the so that's a Torah animal. What do we see? The Tumas nevela is connected between a kosher and non-kosher animal, and either one with, you have a dead animal in front of us, they're tame. That's what the Pasuk says. So what do we see? Iskish Be'im HaTemelah, Be'im We connect. Be'im HaTemelah to Be'im Ma' Be'im Torah, just like by the kosher animal we already established, based on the logic of Kav Chomer, that it's Ubar is Tohar. So with the power of Hekish, Abeh Ubra Tohar, the fetus is going to be Tohar. That's the basis. Okay. So far, so good. That's beautiful for the Tanakama. The question is, we're up to the Rabbi Yosei Glili. Rabbi Glili says, we do distinguish between Abeh kosher animal, and What's the What's the two sides? Rabbi Yosei my what's the reason Rabbi Yosei I'm Rabbi Yitzchak says I'm Rabbi says all that go on its palms okay this is talking about basically any non-kosher animal okay like animals that are not walking on split hooves right they're walking on its feet regular so it includes a dog a cat a lion a tiger a bear all of those are Holei kapov. Because what Oh my, right? Oh my! Bichol haChaya haoleches is that amazing read? Cholech al kapav bichol haChaya oleches a walking on palms that's inside a oleches. So what do we see? That there's a that that's, that's tameh. Mahalche kapayim bichaya the mahalche kapayim that's inside of a Temesi lach I'm telling you it's tameh. So we have a special. Explicit, almost explicit, pasuk that's telling me that there's a dintoma on that animal that's within the other animal. What is that? How is an animal inside another animal? It's the fetus. And we see that fetus that's within a non kosher animal that had, that's what we're talking about, a non kosher animal inside another non kosher animal is Tamei. So the Gemara says, if this is true, ela meata on that basis li tame let a kalut that's inside of a para also be tame based on the same logic kapayim because after all it's a walker on palms because it, it's a it has a deformity it doesn't have split hooves that it, right and it's inside a cow but it's a it's walk it's inside and it has a, and it's a malcheh kapayim we got the criteria of tuma so a colut b'me'i para should also be tamay and yet we never said that. We say that a Behema that tohora, according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili, is Tahor, finished. Even though, so bottom line is a kolot b'me'parah is Tahor. and yet, and yet, according if this is his source, it should be tummy. So Gemara says no, 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 no. That's not. so. Gemara says right. The malchik kapayim b'chayu. So Gemara says malchik kapayim b'malchik arba. What the pasuk is talking about is where it's a malchik kapayim that's in another malchik kapayim, meaning something that walks on four four legs not Why, four split legs? Puts. not I split not I split, split hooves ah. okay As, <laughs> since it's a split hooves when you look at the indentation in the ground you're going to see eight dots right One, two on each corner but didn't we so that's that it what that, there what? are birds that move on, two legs no, no no we're talking about tumma uh, of an animal can- the veil over of an, by, an animal an by bird we're normal. talking about we're talking You're about right. Right. I'm sorry. okay right we're talking about animals here right and we're saying that we uh, the fetus of an animal that's inside of a non a non kosher animal within a non kosher animal it doesn't have full, um, split <laughs> hooves. and its mother doesn't have split hooves. that's where it said it's tamay while it's inside but it never said it when it's in a kosher animal. animal which has eight Eight—not eight legs, but eight uh, eight, uh, eight footprints, right? Right, right, right. It stands. Eight it stands segments. on eight. Eight segments, so eight segments eight. right? So the Gemara says, "Beautiful." Okay, very good. Oh, Got that. Wow. But what about this case? made gummo What if you have a cow inside a camel? Now, how do you have a cow inside a camel? You <laughs> might ask. Great <laughs> With great <to> okay. <laughs> glad <laughs> you asked. No, I'm <laughs> No, I, what I think we're talking about over here is a no. We're talking about over here is a deformity within the camel. Normal camels haven't got the split hooves. Their hooves are cloven. They're attached on the one side, but there was a deformity inside of this camel that the baby fetus happens <laughs> to have split hooves. It can happen. Okay. okay, whatever. Genetic mutation, however it works, that genetic mutation now is not a mahalchel kapayim. We consider if it is. If the if the hooves are not split, okay, it's, it falls under the category of that pasuk. But here, the camel is it, it's a parah b'meigamal, lo t'tameh. It shouldn't be tamay. And we know that that by the way, this cow you cannot eat. Obviously, it's not a cow. Really, it's a camel with split hooves. Camel split hooves then going to be still not kosher. And therefore, uh, but it shouldn't be tamay, because the laws of the toma were derived from this text. It's the Mahalke Shmoda, but Mahalke Arbahu. It's Mahalke Shmoda in a Mahalke Arba. Because after all, this fetus, if it would walk around, it, we'd be making eight indentations on the ground. Uh uh-uh. uh. So the Gemara says, no. The way we know that is Holech Vichol Holech. It says Holech Al Kavayim, then it says Vichol Holech. Every that goes. That means it's being marbits, including something that I wouldn't have naturally assumed. And it's extending including the rabos the including the, the, what looks like a cow that's inside of a it's to It too conveys tuma as a fetus. Ah, so Lugmar says, okay, well, what about this case? Kalut litame. The mother happened to have a, a deformity that its hooks weren't split. It doesn't change the fact that it's a kosher animal, still a cow. And the, and the fetus also has the same deformity. It should be Tamei, because after all, it fits the posse like says, right? So the posse is saying, it's Tamei. Finished. Chagmur like says, you're right, but you're wrong, because for that, the kalvachomer of Chizda is going to be effective, because after all, if you remember, Chizda says, if the mother's kosher, and I slaughter the mother. Am I going to be able to eat the mother, including the dead fetus that's inside it? Yes. So it's not nevela for, for kosher, for kasha-wise. So it's surely not nevela for tummy either. And therefore, it, that svara still applies because, after all, it's a kosher animal. Okay. Mask of Barami. So comes along Barami and he has to bomb kasha. Chazir Lolitame. What if you got a a fetus pig within the mother the sow right? No, no, no. sow within the sow right? the the it shouldn't be metami why? after all it, walks on, it doesn't walk on kapayim doesn't walk on its palms, it walks on on, 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 on hooves split hooves and therefore it should not be to tumah and that doesn't fit the puzzle I mean the Mishnah because the Mishnah says beyim et and everyone knows a chazir is a beyim so that's the question so if Nachman Yitzchak says, you want to know where I know it from? From here. Nefesh it's a different Pasuk altogether. Not from the Pasuk of Olakal Chalkap, of Yitzchak, new Pasuk. Nefesh uh, ki Siga When a soul person touches all Tomei, all the or touches the nevela of Achaya Tomei, all a nevelas to beim or a beim etameya, or a nevelas or a sharetz that's Now, the question is, why would we single out the nevela of a beim etameya? Vehi nevelas beim etameya metama lo metama. There is no it's obvious. No, no, it, it, not, not because it's obvious, but because every look, it's not only true by a beim Every animal that's a nevela, including kosher, if you have a yeah. cow, a, a sheep, a goat, that's kosher animals, but it's dead, it's tummy. Okay. Right? So why did it say nevela temaya? Why did it say behemoth temaya? It's not relevant. There's no, there's no, ma- there's no difference there 's no differentiation between a bayimamaya and a bay so why do we talk about bayimaa dafka that 's the thing right Lo Metama? do you think that only a, a, a non kosher animal can be matame when it 's an a vela and not a kosher animal when it 's an a vela that 's also matama a z z so what are we talking about over here where only the non kosher is tame and not the kosher uber this is the uber shabit meya, that's what's Tame. uber torah torah. The fact that we're singling out, that means that there's a, there is manifest a tumah that's in, there's a tuma that exists only by beimet that doesn't exist by beimet torah, and when is that? That's by the fetus, and that's our basis. So the Gemara says, that's beautiful. Now that we have this beautiful source, from Nachmar yitzchak, toreb yitzchak you know the nice drasha of that talked about a chaya nachaya. is completely not necessary. It's like an extra screw. What are we doing with it? So the answer is, he but not for that. I would not have really said this drasha at all. I would have said that this pasuk over here is only coming to teach us. Rebbe's day, <coughs> which we'll see in today's Da'af what Rabbi's uh, did <laughs> is, but he learned something from this Pasuk, and we know that once a Pasuk is repeated for one reason, that's maybe all that is coming to tell us, mm-hmm. so that we need at least a basis for an idea that a fetus is, di- is, is different, and that's what the Pasuk of Rabbi Yitzhak teaches us, and then we can extend it to this Pasuk and say that it applies to all non-kosher animals. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Right, all non-kosher animals, yeah, so, yeah. That, so that's funny. Yeah, um, so I would have thought it maybe it's coming. that we don't say that the whole pasuk is going like Rebbe which we'll get to. I didn't want to get into the yet because we'll see so it soon. Okay. No. Not yet, slowly. We'll see. The ghost confuses slowly, not not too fast. Tanya, okay. we learned in a brisa. I'm I said once to Benazai, Lamanu I know that a neveil of a kosher animal is matama. That's a pasuk. I also have a pasuk that a payment to me is metama too. Non kosher baimus be- are also metama. We saw that also in the pasuk. Nevelas chaya to mea shemetama. We also have a pasuk for a chaya to mea. That's olech al kapav. That's a chaya, and, and so uh, right, and it's to mea and it's Mitama. Nevelas chay Torah But what's missing? Where's this? What's missing? We never talked about a chaya like a deer or bison or whatever that's a chaya, that's a buffalo they're chaya and they're torah, they're kosher and where do you know that their nevel is metame? doesn't say anywhere in the Torah that's the kasha that uh, that Rabbi son asked Ben so minayin right, chaya torah, lolamanu minayin, where is it from? maybe I'm lost altogether, but why do you ask that question in the first place you know, I behemoth. The uh, behema is a nevela. You don't a a the No, no, no. Chayyah it, uh, itself, it's a dead one. It's a nevela. A, a, a behema, it's a dead one. It's a nevela. So in between the two, there should be a too. Who's so the in between? There's no one between. The Hayah of uh, we the behema. No, one second. it's not an in between. There's, we talked about. It's a Hayah, It is a Hayah. There's four and cases. There's four cases. Okay, do we we do? have three out of four stated in the pasuk and one ignored. That's what, what we're why, asking. Why, Where's why, the fourth one? It, say, it talks about a behemoth the kosher animal, that when it's dead, it's tummy. It talks it's about me. a treif animal, a non-kosher behema, a horse. It talks about it in it's the Pazuk like. also. And says that when it's dead, it's tummy. And like. it talks about a chayah, a chaya, Temea, that it's tame when it's dead, and it never said anywhere that a when it's dead is tame. It didn't say it. Didn't say so how do, do know? you know? I, I know. know. I, I don't don't know. know. Let's see what, okay. Let's see if Benazayin answered. Normally, I'm, I, I, I'm just behind. It. We're behind. I mean, We're behind. Okay. Vital. Absorb. The question is, how come it doesn't say it? That's his kash. Simple, right. simple, okay. simple okay. question. So normally, so what did Rabbi? What say? Normally, kol B'chol chaya ho'oleches. After all, it says, Kol mm-hmm. hachaya All chayes. So there we know that it's kol chayes. Kol chayes include even in Torah. So when it's, a dead, when it's dead, when it's in avela, it's tamay. Namtilos, I told him, excuse me, I think you got it wrong. That's not what the Pesach is saying. It doesn't say, v'chol chaya. It says, v'alolo nemer ela b'chol hachaya. Inside, Inside the chaya. That's talking run. about Actually, fetuses. It, okay? That's not talking about every chaya. It's talking about every mahalach al kapayim that's within a chaya. Meaning, like we saw Rabbi Yitzchok Strasha. That's what that's talking about. The That's what it's coming to teach me. Okay, so we try it again. Omayish, Oma Omer Bedavras. So you, Rabbi Yonison, who's a Talmud of Rabbi Shmuel what does he answer? I'm curious. You got me now. I don't have a good answer. What is his answer? Namti I answered. Pasuk says like this. V'chiyamas ben What does that mean? Zubay That's the abey Non-kosher species of, a- of domesticated animal. Horse. <laughs> right, a donkey. Camel. Yeah, domesticated. All of those that are tamea. Dead carcass is tummy. Asher hi what is that? Zubeyma Torah, that's Beima Torah. So that's talking about the goats and the sheep and the cows, okay? Lamanu And we have a rule that a chaya is included in beyma, and we have a rule that beima is included in chaya. When the Torah tells us a law about a it's extended also for chayas, and when it tells us a law about chayas, it's extended also for beimas. Chaya Torah, Bechal Beimet Torah. is included in the law by Abaymat Torah. Chaya Temeah, Bechal And is included in the laws of Abaymat Temeah, because it's included. Because the, the din by Abaymat is true always also for a Chaya. That's the rule. Now, Beimet Temeah, Bechal Chaya Temeah. Abaymat Temeah, and it's the other way around too. Not only are Chayahs Bechal Behemas, when you say uh, chay is included in the statement regarding behemas, so too behemat mea bechal chayet It works both ways. A, a non kosher behema is included in the larger term of chayet mea and behemat Torah bechal chayet Torah. So that is the answer. The answer is is that if we saw a lacha by behemat Torah, it's also true for chay Torah automatically because. Chaya is beima. A chaya is included in beima. Beima is a lacha that doesn't limit. It's not limited to apply only to domesticated. It. It's broader and it can mean even chayas. That's the basis. That's the answer. So the answer to the fourth uh, is that it's redundant. It's included. It's included. it's included. it's included in the text. That's exactly. So jump to start. Oh, has That's what you. Okay, that's okay. Velushen has amarli. When when Benazi heard this, he said chaval al Benazi. How unfortunate it is for me, Ben Azai, I didn't learn from Rebbe Yishmael. I should have learned by him. And then I would know how to darshan the text. Okay. okay. Now, Chaya Bechal Be'ema, So we, now we're going to go through all the examples. How do you know this is true, Bechal? Who says that a Chaya is included in Be'ema? That Be'ema is a broader term that can encompass even Chaya. Minolam, the the says, This is the behema that you can eat. What is it referring to? Shor, sure. sex of him, says him. Ayo, vitzvibi achmor. Now, the second group are a bunch of chayas, right? Yeah. So, obviously, chayas, b'chal bema. Perfect. Okay. Okay, it's not chay, b'chal This shows that chayas is included in because we said this is the behemas you can eat and we mentioned in chayas. Clear. Yeah. Okay. Behemah, Bechal, Chayim, b'chal, How do you know that the word chayas is broad and can encompass even behemas? The ch'sir of the Basil says, Zosachar, Shetachilu. Here's the chayas you should eat. Mikola Abemah Shaloretz Kol Mafreses Parsa. So it says the Chay is and then it starts describing Behemah Shaloretz. So what do you see? Kol so as Parsa. It has the the two simanim. So Aketz Abemah Bchal So Behemah is included in Chayah because it talks about Chayah Shetochelus. So you see, Chay can be the broad term, and Behemah can be the broad term, and it encompasses both. Good. Chayah Torah Bchal Abemah Torah. A Chayah Torah is included in Behemah Torah. For what halacha? So now we're going to go through which halachas. The halachas of Simone. because after all, the simane behemah is what's mentioned. It talks about a behemah that's my friend's Barca oh yeah. and a behemah that uh, that is uh, that is malagera. So that's that's also true for chayes. If you if you want to know if this non-domesticated animal is kosher, you're going to make sure it's and its cut and it has split hooves. Finished. Now chayut Atamea, what is that relevant for? Where's where's that Allah manifest? Harva, That's with regards to harva with uh, mixed uh, um, you know joining mixed breeds. Okay. Mm-hmm. He talked about it by uh, behemat Tameya, that you're not allowed to put a, you know two domesticated animals together to cohabit, and that is existing also includes. The same halach is going to apply by Echayah as well. Okay. Behema Tamea, Bechal Chaya Where is that? Look the Rebbe. That's Rebbe's drasha. Aha. So now we're being introduced. Now we're coming to Rebbe. What does he say? Ditanya Rebbe, Omer Rebbe says, Ekra, I Echayah, Nemra. It says Chaya. Why do I need to mention behema? Nemra. Kam Beheima Tamea, BeNemra Lom Beheima It's to make a heckish. You're right. It doesn't have to tell me Beheima Tamea here. Because it's included in the Chaya, as we know. Chaya is, Behemah is B'chal Chaya. So why does it say to Tameya? a Gzeir Shava? It says here, Behemah Tameya. It says over there, Behemah Tamehah, Malah Tumas Kodesh, Afkan Tumas Kodesh. Just like over there, when it talked about a person who became Tamehah with a Beimah Temeya, it was talking about, we're related to Kodesh. He was coming, trying to enter into the Beis Migdash. So too, when he's eating Kodesh, it's uh, right so in other words over there it was talking about when he was eating Kodesh kodesh. it's talking about um, it, it's talking about uh, 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 Kodesh so too when it talks about entering the of Migdah it talks about over here when you are Tame when you bring the carbon orate, if not just because you're Tame by touching a dead animal but you're Tame and you enter the Kodesh and you have to bring the same carbon raid. so in other words we used the beima for a separate purpose. Okay, just to make the connection, to know that in both cases, um, it's kodesh related that we bring the korban. Okay, I've to mas kodesh beima torah Chaya. torah. What that one for? Liatira. That's with regards to their shape. Okay, what does that mean? Um, this the We learned that the mishnah bapelas min Behema, chayev vaof if. Um a woman, a regular human being, has a miscarriage and the miscarriage's form, the the body, mm-hmm. looks like a behema or a chaya or an oaf. whether they be a kosher behema, chaya, or oaf, then it looks like or a non kosher. Im if it's male, she's gonna have to sit for uh, you have this regular tuma of the, of the, of the se- for seven days and thirty three days. If you can't tell uh, that area is covered, whatever it's not formed enough. Then you have to take the stringencies of both. So you can be tummy for fourteen days, and you can have you may tire of only the rest till the rest of till the, til the thirty three right till day forty. Um, uh, Oh, yes. That's Rameer Sheetah. If it doesn't have a human shape, ain't a it's not a Vlad. You on, don't see it at all. And you don't have any dintum. You don't have any dintum at all. Now, mayor says that it, since, since it says the word Yitzira by the animals, so that's considered a form enough. Okay? Now, the question is, well, that, that, so according to mayor, that's what it means, Chaya Bichlal Bechal uh, beima, um, okay, bechal right? Um, Those two time periods were consecutive, or they overlap. What the the we the seven days and the no the seven days. The normally it, when you're sitting, when when you're not no. sure whether it's male or female, yeah. So then you can have to overlap it basically because the, usually there's a there's the way it works is there's a period of Tame period, mm-hmm. and then there's no matter what blood you see, it's Tohor. Mm-hmm. So that and and for and it's double for a woman, for for a, for a female, than for a male. So instead of so. instead of seven days of Tum in the beginning, it's 14 days of, of Tum in the beginning, okay. and instead of Instead of thirty-three days of tahara afterwards, it's sixty-six, it's 66 days of tahara afterwards. So what you're going to have to do is, if you're not sure if it's male or female, mm-hmm. is you're going to have to have fourteen days of tuma, mm-hmm. and, and you're only going to have the re, the remaining not oh, the thirty-three. Uh, not, the, it's not the rest of the thirty, not a full thirty-three, up until day forty. From fourteen to day forty, you're going to have to make tahara. And then after that, you, you know, we're going to treat you as tameh uh, because maybe it was a boy, you know, That's the that's the idea. Anyway, the question is, according to the abundant who disagree, hi kralamli, what's the pasuk coming for? We don't need this whole beim et pasuk, after all. I mean, for this din. So the gemara says, so you're right. The whole, the whole pasuk, according to them, is coming for rabbis din to tell you the drasha of beim and we have a rule that once a parsha is repeated. For one halacha, it applies to the, rest. We, 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 the whole. Po- that's enough reason to re- bring down the entire. To extrapolate. Yes. yes. Okay. Anyway, let's Keep at going. least get to the Mishnah How is Vlada? If you have a, a woman whose fetus uh, dies, maya inside of her. No, Shemitz no no, no. no, no, Vlada, Why Vlada? Why Vlada, not Vleida. It's 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 right. It's I awesome. awesome. talk there's a woman here. Her yeah. her vlad died b'soch inside of her. is yada, uh, and the 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 midwife stuck her stuck her hand inside vinagabo and touched this baby, the fetus, the dead fetus. That is the mea, to She's seven days tummy, like touching a dead body. but the woman herself is tar to vlad until the blood comes out. Once it comes out, then she'll be tummy. Okay. 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 We can Tumab. stop there? Mm-hmm. No, you two right. minutes. Oh, be. another two minutes. What? Okay. We right. can make the whole We page. could turn the so side make. at least. Yeah. So, Amir Abba. <laughs> said, Tumma Beloa Metama. Just like Tumma, very interesting idea. Tuma that's inside the womb is not conveyed Tumma. Kachtahira Beloa Eina Mitama. So, if there's something tar that's inside, it doesn't get tummy. It's protected in both directions. From It, it protects from the Tumma going out. Hopefully. And it protects from the tumma coming in. in. Okay? tumma below Minolan. How do you know this halakha of, of tumma that's inside? The the passage says, If you eat a Nevela, okay, so I swallowed a piece of a Nevela. Now, Nevela, I touch, it makes me, it's tummy, right? I swallowed the Nevela. What do I do? I all have to do, I, I shouldn't have done that, right? But I, what I have to do? I go to the Mikvah, even though it's sitting inside my stomach. Now, even if you say, well, that's not really touching but I'm carrying it I'm walking around that's carrying it and yet it's not tamay once it's swallowed inside so I could go to the mikvah I can be matar and I'm perfectly tohar even though somewhere inside of me is this piece of nevela that would convey the outside. Be so you see it protects that's beluah. it's tumah inside and it, it's protected from the outside I can be tohar even though I have a piece of tamay something inside of me uh-huh. so why you have this bread no, yeah. afterwards, because you, well, you touched it when you swallowed it. Oh, you swallowed but it. But okay. I'm fit to go so, to okay. the, okay. So, I can go to the mikvah immediately. Yeah, for 24 and hours, that's all. That's yeah. it, no, the, uh, yeah. Shemesh, Herb that's it, done the okay. story. Yeah. Even if I, if I write five seconds ago, I just swallowed it. Yeah. I go to the mikvah. I, I, I have to launder my clothes, and then, that night I can eat koshk. about yeah. yeah. oh, the guy who eats the nevela. Yes, mm-hmm. he eats the nevela, but the point is the nevela he swallowed it whole, it. oh, big it's piece. The right. So the just, even yes, though it's inside. Now the, he ate it right now, so it still wasn't broken down. It the star. So says, that's not a Maybe the, the only way nevela conveys tuma is when a ger can eat it. Okay, but over here ain't nobody eating what you swallowed. Okay, so therefore it's no longer a nevela. Like he says that the only time that the tumma gets pushed off and it's no longer when does the nevela become no longer a nevela? When a dog wouldn't eat it, what you swallowed, a dog would still eat if you. Pull it back up again and spit it out. The dog, a delicious food for a dog, right? Shapir. But according to the Tumah Chamura, which is the Tumma of conve- making people Tame, it has to be no longer fit for a okay meaning a human being the consumption. Ger whatever. Ger not a real convert Right. Because it says la <laughs> right? You give it to him to eat, but um, that's the only told right? The <laughs> but the toma of nevela conveying tuma to other food that has to be nifsal meachilas no longer a dog would eat. We're not referring to a ger tede, no, 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 right? Ger right? So answer is do la it's not fit for a ger. That's where now we have a real question. more says actually need the b'fun of. There's a famous principle, when it's in front of him and he sees you, cough it up, you're right, he oh, would not eat it. She a fun of, but oh, he, does know, he doesn't he know, it doesn't does bother him, it <laughs> <he> doesn't hurt him, won't <laughs> hurt him. It looks like good food, he, what does he know, right? So he's a... still not really, you know, broken down. Okay, ask a on Tomah that Torah, oh fine, we got tuma that it does not convey Tomah outside. Tahirah Belua, how do you know that what's Torah that's inside is protected? If you have an earthenware, Kaylee, that is wrapped and sealed, right? It doesn't protect the tumma that's inside of it, uh, meaning the tumma that's inside will break right through, and even though it's sealed, it makes everything in the house tummy. If you have a piece of a dead body inside of that, you know, that, 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 that urn, it's going to make everything tummy. right? It doesn't matter that it's sealed. Yet, right, from making everything else, it goes straight through the walls, right? But what's tar inside? It protects it from getting in. So you see, it's easier to protect tuma that's outside from getting in than tuma that's inside from getting out. So, uh, right, so Adam. A man that can protect from Tumma that's inside from coming from from going outside, because that tumma that it swallowed, we saw the human being swallowed something tame. It has tumma inside. It doesn't make anything else tame. Surely, what's tore inside will be protected from milatame from becoming tame. And that's what I guess we'll stop over here. All right, close enough. Okay. Uh